Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. Believe what you may if you choose. But today, I want to speak on the idea that a person over a certain age who has never been married is a freak of nature or a poor, destitute soul. I've heard some of the ugliest things said about the unwed. And it doesn't seem to matter if um, you're a man or a woman. No one is safe from this type of ridiculous notion that something is wrong. It has been said that males, and I will say this, males or men that are unmarried after a certain age are either gay or a commitment foe or have some other underlying uh, personality disorder or issue. It is said that women that are unmarried uh, after a certain age are single because they are not marriage material or no man wants to marry them. I've heard this many times over and over again over the years and I can objectively say that these are some of the most uh, far-fetched comments and reasoning for a person's <laughs> personal life or choice or decision. Some of the craziest comments that I've ever heard before. So today we will go over where this premise came from, discuss the effects. I'll bring to light some facts because you know I'm a number person. And offer some words of encouragement and wisdom. So I trust and hope that this episode brings a little bit of uh, enlightenment uh, for people on both sides of the, of the spectrum. So let's start with the stigma or the lie. The idea stems from a very limiting thought about life in general. Many people believe that a person is either too old or too young to do something. The story can, or the statement I would say, can be told interchangeably about any and every aspect of life. You've heard people say you're too old to be acting like that. (laughs) Or too old to maybe become a doctor or too old to get married or go back to school. But on the flip side, 
You can also argue that a person is too young to be acting old, too young to become a doctor, too young to get married, etc., etc., etc. Who makes these rules? The idea comes from a belief that you have a short window of opportunity or a certain window in order to achieve a goal that becomes less attainable due to your age. Then you have people interjecting their own ideas of what quote-unquote that age is. And yes, it does vary from person to person. You may have one person that think for um, argument's sake uh, that 25, if you're not married after the age of 25, you are your wasted goods. It could be that the next person may think if you're not married by the age of 35 or 40. So at the end of the day, you have people interjecting their own views that are not even scientifically proven to be truthful, creating an idea that society has attached to or that society has bolstered up for people to think that something is wrong with anybody that surpasses a certain age that has never been married. And so let's get to the facts. Like I said, the <laughs> fact that there's something wrong with a person that's never been married is completely preposterous. What is the age? I mean, what is that magical age that you're at the point of no return? Do you know that the average age of a person who gets married for the first time in the United States? Or let me ask you this. Do you know what the average age of a person that gets married for the first time in the United States? The average age is not 25. It's not 24. It's not 23. It's not 26. It's actually 28. Yep. At the age of 28. Yep, the age of 28. According to Wikipedia, in America, the average age of person, the average age of a person who gets married for the first time is 28. Now, various sites show different ages. But it's anywhere between 27.5, 27 and a half years, 28, and some, you may even find some that say 29 or older. So let's just stick with 28, okay? 28, at the age of 28, you're old enough to have had at least 10 children, if you're counting one child for every year after the age of 18. <laughs> you could have uh, completed medical school. Could have your completed your law degree. Um, at the age of 28, you've been out of high school for 10 years, so you may even be attending your, or getting ready to attend 
your 10-year high school class reunion. And like I said, 28 is not the magical number. It could be higher or lower. 28 is just the average. Now let's explore the link between the age of marriage and the divorce rate. According to the American Psychological Association, the divorce rate of married couples in the United States is 50%. In other countries where the average age of a person that gets married tends to be higher, the divorce rate in those countries are significantly lower. So staying on topic, as we should, about age, I was more interested and more apt to believe that there's something right with a person who waits a little bit longer than most to get married. In Greece, the average age is 31. In Ireland, the average age is 34, excuse me, 35.4. Now, moving on to more numbers, if we're looking at ratio, the male to female ratio lends more credit to the idea that is is not only common that more women are unmarried than their male counterparts, but it is expected. Now, I am big on numbers. In fact, I am a math junkie and an analyst by choice. If we want to explore this notion, assuming that this is true about the female to male ratio, the same idea should typically be ascribed to men. See, the notion mainly haunts women over a certain age. Though men have, um, have experienced the same type of harsh ridicule, it's mainly that woman that is, is at the end or the object of the criticism. See, the male-to-female or female-to-male ratio points to a limited resource of men. So if there's more women on available than there are men, how can anyone suggest that there's something wrong with anybody? But how can you suggest that there's something wrong with a woman who has never been married? Statistically, it's quite expected. It's impossible for every woman on this earth to get married. Unless we are expecting to see the divorce rate skyrocket or some type of, I don't know, influx of men that are born. <laughs> Even that, that takes time. So, you know, I got the, we got the, the overall stigma. We've talked about the stigma. We've talked and discussed uh, where it comes from, and I brought a little bit of facts. I didn't want to bore you with too many numbers, but we talked about the divorce rate, the average age of a person that gets married in the United States compared to a few other countries, as well as discuss the ratio, the male-to-female ratio. Like, all of that has to be taken in consideration. Which now brings me to the effect the effect that it has on people. There is no doubt, it is no doubt that in a society, in society, a lot of pressure is placed upon the woman to be and to look perfect 
or even appear youthful if we're equating youthfulness with perfectness. Perfectness is not a word, but you get where I'm coming from. And some people might argue that as women age, they tend to be less desirable, which is completely wrong. Completely wrong. Though the idea that after a certain age, you are damaged goods is usually aimed at women. It is true that some men, like I stated before, are challenged with this stigma as well. I will tell you this. It is unfair, but in the eyes of many, an unmarried man, sexuality is often challenged because the assumption is that the male is the initiator of a marriage proposal. And with so many women to choose from, it's assumed that he surely has some type of defect if he has not married. A lot of times, like I stated in the opening, it is assumed that he has some type of um, issue, maybe a mental disorder. Maybe they think he's slow or doesn't have enough game to get women, which all, which all eats at the male ego. Oftentimes, he's considered, oh, he, he's a player. How about maybe he hasn't found the right person yet? Oftentimes, men of a certain age that have never been married, especially those with no children, are, are often considered commitment folks or people that, a man that is afraid to be commit, committed or in a committed relationship, a long-term committed relationship, or just afraid of taking the next step. Either way, male or female, over a certain age, are considered to have some type of defect if they have not been married. Not all women, not everybody thinks this way, but there are cases where people have made certain comments that is very harsh and far from the truth. And the effects of these comments are more damaging than people may understand. For... For one, and I'll give you four four reasons and four um, effects or some impacts. People that have never been married may start to think that they are running out of time, which can result in them making hasty decisions when it comes to dating, leaving that person to believe that they have to find someone or anyone in this world just to be or feel complete. Which is not true. Number two, sometimes it can lead them to have or to feel that they have not accomplished or not feeling accomplished at all, as if they are missing something in their life. And then they will never, ever, ever accomplish that one goal. And to me, that in itself is very, very sad and is very, very telling. Because it is hard if you've never been married to be able to understand how it feels to be married. So it's quite natural for you to think, wow, what's maybe, you know, I, I, I haven't accomplished everything that I'm 
required to or whatever I was put on this earth to. Uh, it can also contribute to people rushing into relationships and getting married in order to ease the burden of explaining to anyone why they haven't found the one yet. You know, everyone has that family member that you may see around the holidays or maybe even occasionally that may say, I wonder why you haven't got married yet, as if there's something wrong with you. Sometimes people jump into relationships just to shut up people, knowing that they're not even ready. And lastly, the one thing that breaks my heart is that sometimes it it has that person starting to look inside to see or wonder if there's something wrong with them. Why haven't I found the right person, they may ask. When in all actuality, some married people have not even found the right person. They're not with the right person. They just found a person. So I want to offer some words of encouragement and wisdom, if you will. Being married is great. I've been there, done that. But it's even better if you take your time. The divorce rate is increasing because people did not take time, and I'm a product of that. You need to take time to figure out who you are first. It's nothing like getting married or even get into a serious relationship not knowing who you are and you guys trying to figure it out together. As it can, it can, not always, but it can be a recipe for disaster. Take the time to know you. Then you can formulate what you need and what you want and what you desire in a mate. At that point, you're strong enough to know what situations will work for you and what won't. Take the time. Stop caring about what anybody and everybody else thinks. It's not their life to live. It's your life to live. That pressure is a beast if you let it get to you. And ignore what society says or thinks about someone your age. I don't care if you're 50 or 25. Society is really, or the culture is really a cluster of people's views, beliefs, and thoughts. And it doesn't necessarily, does not necessarily, <laughs> is not necessarily based upon facts. As, as we dispelled in this episode. So I want to say in closing, that it doesn't matter if you are a man or a woman over the age of 25, 30, 40, 50, or older and have never been married. The notion that we have a population of people that have never been married are poor and pitiful souls, weakened by age and experience, ever aimlessly looking for love, which is unrequited, is asinine. Don't let anyone, and I mean no one, not family, friends, co-workers, to influence your idea about being single. Even if you're single by choice, 
It can be rather nerve-wracking to hear someone suggest or imply that you're a freak of nature that is undesired. Listen, people are always ready to put people into categories. The category of people that are divorced have a stigma of being damaged goods. And where does this stigma come from? Of course, the unmarried <laughs> or the undivorced population of people. Much like the category of unmarried, much like the category of the unmarried people that has the, has the stigma, excuse me, of being undesired. That likely comes from the people on the other end of the spectrum, the people that are either married or divorced. So you always want to consider the source when you start to question yourself. Take the opinions of others lightly and live your best life on your own timeline. Because we live in a world in which we allow people to project their ideas and thoughts upon us. And a lot of times we care too much. Too much. If we are ever really, really willing to admit this, we care too much what other people think and say. And the crazy thing, most of where we're getting our critical cultural ideas from the very people that we don't know and will never meet. And you should never giving anyone, you should never give anyone enough power to shape your views. It makes me want to say with all the love I have in my heart that there's nothing wrong with you. Matter of fact, there may be everything right with you. Take your time. It will happen in due time. Don't rush it. Don't push it. Love and marriage is a beautiful thing, but it should be taken seriously. And be very, very gentle and delicate with your decision. This is Dee, and I'm signing out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Dating While Black. If you have a show idea or a suggestion, please reach out to us at info at datingwhileblack.org. This show was brought to you in part by Blush Bartending, Kitty Paw Shoes, Brunch and Body, and The Hunt Dallas. To find out more about Dating While Black, please check us out on all social media platforms. You can also visit our website at www.datingwhileblack.org. We appreciate your support. And as always, put a big smile on someone's face and go love on someone.